Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 146 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yeah, we're getting close to 150. We are, and Matt's also dying. Yeah, uh, he's got not COVID, but we he's doesn't he's got a scratchy throat, so he might cough some. Oh uh, well, no, the, the the scratchy throat's gone. Now it's just congestion. Oh, now I, it's just congestion and mm-hmm. coughing. Excellent. Yes, I love that. Everybody loves that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure I sound very nasally right now. Uh, yes, that is, that is true. Mm. Um, I knew you were sick though, because you came in and you were already coughing. Oh, I was yes. like, oh no, that's <laughs> not good. He's dying over uh-huh. here. Uh-huh. It is a weird feeling <laughs> to get really sick in the middle of July. That is, that's the weird thing. Yes. I remember the last time I had a cold in the middle of the summer and it is, I Oh, dear God. Just like you're already feel like garbage because you're like congested and then the heat like, oh, gross. (laughs) Not a good feeling. It's never a good feeling, though. Well, it's not. But the heat makes it worse, I feel like. Uh, But then like the cold can make it pretty bad as well, because then you're just like constantly cold in the winter. I guess that's true. But I you can always put more layers on Mm -hmm. at a certain point. You're naked and you can take nothing else off. So. You At know, least I, I live alone, so I can just do that. That's true. You can just be naked mm-hmm. if you if you so desire. I but I haven't had an issue with the uh, temperature. Nice. Sinus infections typically you don't like run a fever. So. Yeah. At least I don't. It's usually just a lot of congestion. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but video game news exists. Yeah. The first thing you put on here is you wanted to remind us all that mm-hmm. the KFC console is it exists. Yeah, I. I forgot it existed, and then I was, oh. on, I was on like a, an online forum, and then somebody brought up the KFC console, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that thing exists, and that's coming out like in October." Sure, it is. <laughs> and then I just started to laugh because I remembered that you can keep your chicken warm. You can keep, well, yeah, you, you can't game if your <coughs> you can't game if your fucking chicken yeah. is not warm. Yeah. You know, that's just that's what happens. Uh-huh. You need that warm chicken, otherwise, how are the you game? <laughs> Speaking of people who like warm chicken, Gold Lewis Dickinson is the first DLC character for Guilty Gear Strive. I have never been more happy about this. Uh, he is in the story of Guilty Gear Strive. He is the Secretary of Defense of the United States of America. He is a giant, giant fat man, and he has like a cow skull on his belt buckle. He has a life-size coffin that contains an alien. Well, it's not, it's it's not actually an alien. It's a cryptid. Key difference. Uh, they're they're not extraterrestrial. They're from our planet. Um, but yeah, it's very excellent. And they put out the trailer. He will be the first one. He has a literal Gatling gun that he shoots. He can shoot a laser from his eye. The cryptid comes out of the coffin and does some stuff. He whips the coffin around like it's tiny and smashes the shit out of you with it. Uh, for season pass holders like myself, he comes out the 27th and for everyone else, they can buy him on the 30th if they want for the like $6 or whatever the fighting game characters usually are in Arxis games. Uh, so he, this is the first time he has been a guilty gear character. They said 
this would be a brand new, never before playable character for the first one. The second one will come out at the end of August and will be a character that is returning. Um, they didn't say this, but I believe it's Jam, the little uh, ninja karate girl, because mm. they found her model in the uh, in the in data mining the game. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, Gold Lewis Dickinson, man, I said I want this to be a character, and Arxis hooked me up. So you played the, the the story and were like, it was like, this is a great character. I was like, this man deserves it. He is also like just a very Guilty Gear character. And they they did the thing that I think is correct in that it's not a character like Bob or Rufus where he's like super lightning fast, but also mm. fat as hell. Like he's just like a giant, slow lumbering man with a big weapon. And he's it's great. Is he a grappler? No. Okay. But it, he so like they didn't explain how he plays. It was like a 30 second trailer, which I thought was funny because they like announced that it was streaming beforehand and then it was a 30 second trailer and then it was over. Uh, but in screenshots, it looks like he has some kind of like special bar that makes it so he can use his laser eye and Gatling gun at certain times. Okay. Um, Interesting. And he might have high range. I, it's kind of unclear in the video because like Guilty Gear is just weird anyways. Right. So you don't know if he like has some moves that are super long range other than the Gatling gun or what's going on. But I, I don't know. Like it just it looks like a Guilty Gear character and he's fucking weird. And I like that. Um, it It is kind of weird that there are two characters who I would have guessed they would put in before him. Specifically, one of them is a character that's been in Guilty Gear forever, but never been playable. And mm. I, I think they are going to add him still, but the remaining three characters after the returning one next month don't come out until like the end of the year or like early 2022. So it'll be a long time because they're making more story content oh. f- for the second half of the season pass. So uh I bet whoever the last three characters are are focused on in that story DLC or whatever. So I don't know. It's funny if you if people should look up Gold Lewis Dickinson because it's uh it's very weird, very guilty gear. Is he supposed to be like a play on like like a Texan, an American Texan? Tycoon? Prob- probably but I like mean, he, he's the absolute secretary of defense sorry i misspoke he's not just the regular secretary of defense okay yeah he's a big guy he's a big boy um he has a beard he does he's got an eye patch he's got it all <laughs> and he's got he's got the belt buckle uh, the... he's got the belt buckle, and the coffin is what really sold me on his whole design <laughs> uh and like so what's weird about it is like on the coffin this is even in the story there are like stickers that say like caution from area 51 do not open whatever it's excellent um and he doesn't really do anything in the story like he protects someone at one point you're like oh man i wanted to see how he like used the coffin let me see that shit so yeah sure that's cool um the next one is no surprise to anyone who's been paying attention uh at ea play ea announced that there's a dead space remake being made by ea motive the team that made star wars squadrons Mm -hmm. um and it was a one minute teaser 
that was dead space. And at the end, there was like something written in blood about like cut off their limbs or something. And uh, it looks like a dead space. I don't really know what more to say about this because like it literally was a one minute trailer and it's just like everyone knew they were doing a remake of Dead Space and it looks like Dead Space. Did anything else happen at the EA play? Uh, not that I care about other okay. than that their indie game Lost in Random that looks like a Tim Burton movie comes out September 10th. Because uh, I didn't even realize this was a thing, which I, I've been sick this week, so I haven't been paying attention to. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was the only thing that I caught that was uh, worth a shit to me. Uh, I guess there's some Battlefield news, which that's not a surprise. Yeah, and then Lost and Random is the, the indie game that they are putting out. But that is uh, that was all I had really seen from it. I don't know, yeah, because I'm not about. I don't care about Battlefield, you know. Right, Grid Legends, which is the next uh, Codemasters racing game. Mm-hmm. Um, Lost in Random, yeah, that's that's by the people who made Fee or Fay. Yes, uh, and yeah, so that was all I really you know, sure. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything that other than that. Dead Space, which you know, we already which, knew that was happening. So like, yeah, but it was confirmed. They're mm-hmm. doing it. Uh, and then I think we should skip ahead uh, and do the the play date. Okay, I got two then. Okay, Matt, do you know? I know you know and love Aloy from uh, the Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. Do you know what you also love? Genshin Impact, and so there Ooh. is a crossover happening between mm-hmm. two things you love. Aloy is going to be in Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. Of course, she's going to be in Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West, but she's going to be in Genshin Impact now. But she was in Monster Hunter. She was a it was a, she was a Monster Hunter skin. Uh, she is in Fortnite. I was going to say, isn't she in Fortnite as well? And now she and she's... now she will be a playable character that everyone who plays it on PlayStation gets for free mm-hmm. during the next major patch, and she, it comes with a bow. Um, I hate the bow characters in Genshin Impact, except for one of them. Uh, so yeah, people are like speculating how they'll make her unique or whatever because they just showed her weird chibi model. Sure. Uh, and people are like, I don't like its face, and it's like, okay, th- this is the least concerning thing ever. Um, yeah, so th- I think that's cool. Uh, because they just did cross save and progress between the PC, mobile, and PS4 and PS5 versions. So I actually played Genshin Impact on my PS5 yesterday. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, now I can just log in. I don't know how I feel about the way she looks, but I mean, like that's the art style. Yeah, it's it's got to fit. It's got to fit the art style. So. so like, I mean, it, it fits the art style well enough. It's just, it's just, it's weird. It's yeah, different. and I just think it's funny because you can only get it if you log in on PlayStation during mm. that time frame. Uh, so like, if you don't have a PlayStation, you only have a PC. You can't can't do it. Um and yeah, also apparently there was some special sword you could only get on PlayStation, which I got last night and I didn't know about, so that was cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, I mean, th- this makes sense. Like, this is uh, she's a great character for Sony to to put and stuff like this. I yes. mean, like, I, I'm just trying to think of like who else they could even put like Sony wise like in. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, there was also another announcement this week that uh, Ratchet and Clank skins are coming to the new season of Ooh. Fall Guys. So, like, Sony's trying to get out there, crossover with sure. various different things. But I just, like, I thought it was fake that Aloy was in Genshin Impact. And then I, like, read the official MiHoYo Twitter and was like, oh, this is real. That's Ooh. very weird. But, you know, because it's only on PlayStation, it's the only console it's on, like, they're trying to keep it that way probably doing sure. some paid crossovers and whatnot so, i don't know that that was interesting um and then the other thing that i actually put on here was that the play date uh is finally going to be available for pre-order on july 29th which the play date is the handheld console that has a crank on it um excuse me oh dude i can't wait for this thing so it is a one bit display that is very high resolution. Um, so it's only black and white uh, Game Boy esque graphics, and it has a D pad, A and B, and a literal crank, uh, like a hand crank. And famous game developers uh, have been working on games for this. And so what's going to happen is the pre orders will open at the end of July. And then they will ship it out near the end of 2021. But the concept is they are these simple but fun games that will exist on this handheld thing called the play date. And you'll get two a week, two games a week for 12 weeks. Um, and they some might use the crank, some might not use the crank. But like the guy uh, who made Getting Over It and Quop is making a game for it. Uh the the guy who made papers please and um return of the obra den is making a game for mm. it um and they're all just interesting games like obviously like someone's making a fishing game because it has a hand crank sure. but uh I, I have been excited for this thing since it was first announced a couple of years ago and so the fact that it's finally going to come out i think is neat and it's got like super high uh production quality so it's like very well made and well designed and it it is, it is super cool uh it only comes in yellow at first which is like how they unveiled it and i think that's fine i guess in 2022 they will be adding other colors but uh yeah i hope i hope it is successful because originally there were only supposed to be 12 games like one a week and then like you would turn it on or you would get a notification like an LED light would go off when the next game downloaded itself when it was supposed to come out. Um, but now there's 24 games at least. They said there might be a couple more that just get thrown in there. Like the one of the accessories that they're going to be selling is like you can turn it into a Bluetooth stereo with a dock. And uh, they made a weird like poolside radio station app that you can use or something so like that's one of the extra ones um yeah i don't know the thing is crazy and like the mm -hmm. like if you watch footage of it it's hilarious because even though it is black and white it's like a comically high resolution screen for what it's displaying sure so it just like looks almost surreal sometimes like the footage of what the guy who made papers please his game is is like you use the crank to open like a slot in a door but you're like on Mars. So you like can look around and like see other weird alien. It's fucking weird. I don't know, but I, I'm excited to play. Some of them have to do with ninjas. One of them is you like got to surf a big wave. So it's pre-orders are July 29th. Mm -hmm. When is it coming out? 
Uh, they will start shipping sometime in the fall. Okay. Like it, near the end of the year. Um, and it's one of those things where they're trying to do it in a way that works for them. Like their initial batch of manufacturing will be 20,000 units or something. Um, and they're never going to have it like sell out of pre-orders. It'll just be a thing where it's like, you'll, yours will come later. Mm. Uh, it, the later you get it, I guess. Um, it, they announced it a couple weeks ago, but it's $179, um, which is fine for what it is, I think. And for like a very niche thing that not many people even will know exists. Uh, I think they're actually going to have way more demand than they believe they are. So because, because just because like 20,000 units, I was like, oh, that seems like a lot. And it's like, well, you have like 80,000 Twitter followers. So mm. I don't know that that's going to cut it for the whole thing, but we'll see. And they, they like have been perfectly open about like how COVID makes manufacturing a lot harder and dealing with factories, but they're going to try their best to make sure that everybody who wants one will eventually get one and go from there. And I assume if it's successful enough, they'll do a second season of games. And they said they they're trying to figure out what is a viable way to like get people a second thing of games, because right now it's just like, if you have one, they would send the original batch of games to it. Sure. Whereas like, how do you really validate that afterwards? Because it doesn't have much internal storage and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, their, their website has uh, super high quality and is just, uh, it seems like a fun project. So I am glad. Um, in less fun news, Activision sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this came out this week that, um, the state of California is suing Activision Blizzard uh, over unequal pay for uh, women and sexual harassment. And I don't know if you saw any of the things that were being pulled out of this lawsuit. It's buck ass wild and seems uh, extra terrible in a way that is very crazy. Uh, Manny, does it help to know that Activision Blizzard says it doesn't tolerate sexual misconduct? Uh, yes. Does it help that also today they said that's not happening and that the stories are all overblown and not true? Yeah. Yeah. See, great. everything's fine. Everything's I perfect. I, yeah. I don't I know why really, we're even talking I, about this. I don't know why we're even talking about it yet. Uh, it, to, so like, <coughs> you know, I, uh, yeah, this is one of those, like, I don't even know where to start. Specifically, the ones that seem really bad, like, they call out the World of Warcraft team specifically for being extra terrible about this. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they talk about was um, basically, like, a, on Fridays, they would have a cubicle crawl. And a bunch of the guys would just get really drunk and go from cubicle to cubicle and just, like, say really misogynistic terrible things to the ladies and just be super shitty mm-hmm. which would happen like most weeks and it's like oh cool good yeah. that sounds like a really fun environment for everybody yeah, yeah. involved at work um there was an account of a woman committing suicide after something happened at a work retreat for an activision thing and it's just like what the fuck and and i don't understand like I guess I do understand how it keeps happening because it seems to be kind of happening everywhere. But like Ubisoft was called out for this riot was called out for this. Most large major AAA studios have been called out for this. Um, And it just like, 
at a certain point it should no longer be tolerated. Like I, I, I do get, like, I think it's good that California is Mm -hmm. doing this lawsuit and maybe something good will come out of that. But like, fuck dude. It just is so depressing that like the behind the behind the scenes of every industry is a giant shit show. Like all the stuff that happened with movies the past few years and things like that. And it's like, Oh, we've looked behind the curtain and it sucks back there. Like it's Uh terrible. And I like my heart goes out to anyone who is affected by something like this in the workplace. Um, Yeah. And I think it's really easy for us to just be like, well, why aren't they talking about this? But like, Oh yeah. Well, because, because of stuff like what has happened, like people commenting on these articles and being like, Oh yeah. Like they should just like get used to it or like Mm -hmm. go find another job or like do whatever. And it's like, well, fuck you a yeah. b people don't listen when people well, come out about this stuff and the other the thing time. is a woman committed suicide because of something that happened and the company was just like ah, everything's fine we don't need to make changes yeah and like there are even like worse examples that i'm right, not right. going to get into here like people have been pulling out like really fucked up stuff from the lawsuit and like yeah it and it, it, what's even more fucked up is like, it's not just like, oh, yes, this is a terrible thing that's happening at Activision. Like, it's happening everywhere. Right. And it's just the kind of thing that you don't necessarily hear about or see all the time. And like, that sucks in 2021. And it's not one of those things where like, it pains me to say, like, this is not a surprising article to me. No. Uh, just because it's like, yes, this does seem very prevalent and it has come out that it happens at many other major studios, even non-major studios. Like, think about all the shit with David Cage and, you know, um, the... and how he was being sued. So, like, right. it just, it, it does, it happens everywhere and it sucks. Um, and I I hope that something good comes from this lawsuit in, in regards to that at Activision, at least. Um like people are saying that like maybe riot is trying to do better about that now after all their allegations and things like that. Um, although I was going to say, I think Ubisoft is too, but then like, then someone isn't someone suing specifically Eve's Gimo now. I, I was going to say, didn't like Jason Trier recently say like, it's still the same people in charge of everything. Yeah. And I, I there it was like within the past couple of weeks, someone is like specifically suing Eve uh, uh, himself over stuff too. So yeah, it's just like, it's one of those things where I, I never know what to say about this because like, obviously we are not in that industry. And I also personally do not really experience this at my job. I mean, I, I'm sure that there are instances of things like this happening uh, where I work, but I just, I am I, not. I, yeah, I think it's just one of those things where, like, it doesn't even really compute with us. Like, why? Why is this happening? Like, why? 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 It just, I, 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 I yeah, I don't, I don't. It, it, I, it's important to talk about, but at the same time, I feel like we are like ill-fitted to talk about this. So, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It just is awful and i i wish everyone involved the peace of mind uh so i i hope something good comes from this Um, which all i will say is like it seems like activision blizzard is a massive tire fire in a lot of aspects and not just with this so this is just another thing that is just like a massive issue (laughs) yeah and like there was another report that just came out about like oh world of warcraft 3's uh uh or world of warcraft warcraft 3's um 
remaster failed because of cost cutting and poor management like no shit mm-hmm. of course it did like everyone saw it like it sucked it, it of course it was poorly managed and they didn't give it enough money like so i don't know activision blizzard is shit in the bed in all kinds of ways so. yeah because like getting back to warcraft i mean they had all these promises and then they had to just basically pull all that stuff i thought they were going to like remake like all the cutscenes and stuff and then it was just like oh no we didn't do any of that yeah and then we just like did nothing and then made a cool disclaimer that anything you make in the mm-hmm map editor mode we own so fuck mm-hmm. you because we don't want dota 2 happening again you're like jesus christ because that was the most important part of this remake it was that another dota 2 doesn't come out of that <laughs> i feel like at this point there are better tools to make new games and stuff yeah and so, it's, like it's i just... highly doubt anything would have even stemmed from that yeah I, I don't know and like i mean the auto chess came from that same type of mod but that was a long time ago so right either way but is even auto, like i feel like auto chess came out it was like weirdly popular but then it like i don't hear anybody talk about auto chess anymore oh people still play tft constantly the, oh do they okay the league of legends version yeah mm. I, I don't know how well, popular, is that the like, one that was regular on, auto chess is is that the one that was on phones uh tft is on phones okay so so i think so is regular auto chess now though oh okay um but yeah people still play tft i know someone who still plays tft so okay um yeah that's just another one of those things where it's like it's just built into league of legends or whatever so like we don't play that so we don't i've never watched it uh i have i don't understand it but i think i could understand tft more than i could understand actual league of legends that's fair um but that that's all the news that we have Mm -hmm. uh so we can transition into the video games we've been playing i played so many (coughs) and i will have so many but first I saw you while I was playing one of my many video games mm-hmm. that said Matt is online on the Switch. And I said, what the fuck is Matt doing online on the Switch? And then it said you're playing Monster Hunter Rise. And I was like, what the fuck is happening on the Switch? It came with um, uh, Gamefly. Uh, Gamefly yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah. Uh, so like I which I, I bought a Switch Pro controller because mm-hmm. like my Joy-Cons are all fucked up. Um, yes. Uh, which I getting to the Switch Pro controller, I am enjoying using it. It's, uh, it's yeah, a very I, it's good an, controller. It's, it's yeah, it feels good. It lasts literally forever. I went the entire time since I got Monster Hunter Stories Two, which was three weeks ago at this point. I had not charged it since then. Mm. I'd like before that, and just yesterday, it told me I had to charge. It. Sure. <laughs> and I was just like, it popped up on the screen and I was like, oh shit, you do have to charge this controller. Like what, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Whereas like the PS5 controller, because a lot more games have haptic feedback rumble now. It's like, you best charge this every four minutes, my guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I just plug it in every time after I'm done using it. But the sure. the pro controller, it like shocked me. I was like, oh my God, I got to charge it. Mm-hmm. This is insane. And I forgot during a four hour play session that at the beginning it said that. And then at the end of my play session, it said, hey, I still want you to charge me, but I'm still working. (laughs) And I was like, God damn, this controller, it's something magic in this battery. 
Yeah, that, which I mean, I had the the Wii, the Wii U Pro controller, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, this thing was the longest lasting battery. Yeah, they they worked out some fucking weird magic in there. I don't know. Well, it, it helps that it doesn't have a light that's just like draining uh, unnecessary energy. True, true, true. So, so that helps. Yeah. Uh, but getting back to Monster Hunter Rise, I played it for probably three, four hours, and like it's competently made. But I think Monster Hunter World was more just like my chance to play Monster Hunter. And it wasn't yes. necessarily like uh, the start of my Monster Hunter fandom. That's probably true. Well, Monster Hunter Rise Two is different in that it was made for me. Like it was made, it was made for like people who liked Monster Hunter before more than people who tried to get in with the world. I, think. I but like for me, the part that I was just like, I don't want to fight monsters. Okay, well, that's the only thing you do. Yes. So like, I was just like, I, I enjoyed Monster Hunter World, but like. I just found myself just not wanting to play Rise. Okay. Well, that, yeah. So then I was just like, I think it was more just like, hey, this was my chance to like dip my toe in with mm-hmm. World and not really an introduction to become a fan of, a fan of the yeah, series. Yeah. Like, That's I have right. nothing negative to say about the game. It was just a case. No, of, yeah. But I mean, if you don't want to do the <laughs> thing that the game is, I mean, yes. then you're just like, well, I don't, this isn't for me, I guess. I don't yeah, want to play this. That's fine. Yeah, so that sounds like, ah, this is fine. It's just like, I don't want to spend like 30 minutes fighting the same monster. That's Although true. it wasn't that long for like early on. but it was Well, like, yeah, Rise is faster than it's ever been, too, because of a lot of you don't have to track it you don't have to do a bunch of bullshit um and it's a lot more like just like action oriented in terms of like get there fast fuck it up yeah i mean you you have that dog that you can ride yeah the palamute which is a good a good addition for sure i Mm -hmm. think um yeah i i wondered how long you were gonna play it and i like because the the switch doesn't like tell you when someone logs off or anything Mm -hmm. so like i I looked and i saw that you had played for a couple hours and i was like oh he's never getting back no (laughs) And I knew that would happen, but I was just mm-hmm. curious. Yeah, like I, I just wanted to like dick around with it for a little bit. Which, speaking of dicking around, I also GameFly sent me uh, Mario Golf. Oh God, yeah. And I uh, played that for a couple hours, and I was like, I don't really want to play golf anymore. I just, I have never, I have never liked golf games. Uh, so, well, I, my thing is like, I like if I'm going to play these Mario sports games, like. I don't want to play single player. I want to play multiplayer with those. Mm. And like, I don't, I think out of all of them, golf is the one that I'm going to want to play multiplayer the least. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, so like, it's just like exponentially, like it, it's fine. It's competently made. Uh, it's made by the same people who made the Mario tennis. Uh, but like, it's just, it's not interesting or fun to play golf games. Yeah, so like the thing that I always think is weird about Mario Golf in particular is like I don't get why it's not crazier. Right. Like and I, I I'm trying to figure out how to word this because like obviously like they have the speed golf mode where it's like zany and you run from hole to hole and like beat the shit out of each other or whatever. But like I mean the course layout. Like it just like ah this looks like a real golf course. Like man, yeah, yeah. that's fucking stupid. I want this to be like weird mini golf shit. Like why isn't the sand trap shaped like a star or like I I don't know. It just like I every time I see someone playing it I like look at the course and I'm like this is like a regular ass golf course. Mario deserves 
It should be like a Bowser castle that you're trying to. Like. Yeah, or, or like, yeah, or just like, oh, it's like a Mario Kart track, but right. it, with golf. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, the, I just always look at it and think that um, I have also seen people say that the single player mode in that game is like fucking awful. Like they can't take it. I'm uh, yeah, like so that that's I played it for a couple hours, which you don't even get the you play as a me. Yes, and your I'm favorite like, Mario character. Yes. And the other weird thing is there's like an RPG leveling up mechanic, but sometimes as you level up, like you, your skills like dip down as well, which everybody loves that where like you put points into to a skill. And then like after a couple levels, you like lose points in that skill. Like that's fun. That's great <laughs> RPG, uh, you know, right? Uh, and I, I guess the other part about that mode that I saw a lot of people talking about is like, it more is just like a tutorial and then mm-hmm. like never really gets past that. And like, mm-hmm. then it's over. So like, it's not very long. The skill system isn't that great. And like the equipment system isn't very robust. So it just seems one of those things where it's like someone said, Hey, you should make this. And then they just like, didn't go all the way, which I mean, like, I guess I do really like Mario tennis, uh, the new Mario tennis game, Mario tennis mm-hmm. aces, I believe it was called. Yes. Um, but like the single player in that also was not great. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was more just like, Oh, you're playing against the blooper. So he's got lots of rackets and like shit like that. Yeah. Like Mario tennis in general, it's not that much fun to play alone, but like no, multiplayer yeah. we've had great times. Like, yeah. No, I like, and I think that game was really well made. It's just, yeah, there's something I've never liked golf as a sport and I don't right. really like golf video games either. So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's always some weird thing that just doesn't click with me when I see Mario Golf. So. The other weird thing is in the single player, like instead of it just being menus, you have to like run around the world. And sometimes it's like, oh, just go back home. So then you have to like go run to your like house and then just like sleep in the bed. And it's like, this is just like padding for no good reason. Like I'm getting nothing out of this. Hmm. So I don't know. Uh, it, it was fine. Uh, but like, yeah, after after like an hour, I don't even think I made it an hour and a half. I was like, I'm good. I now know what Mario Golf is about. Yeah. Golfing. And golfing. Yeah. 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 Um, I actually played quite a bit this week. Yeah. Because uh, I, I played through Uncharted 3, finished it. And then I went back through and just kind of followed a YouTube tutorial and got all the treasures. Dude, I did that. Back in the day at yeah. college, everybody is gone for the weekend. And I was like, you know what I should do? Mm-hmm. Watch YouTube videos and get a platinum in Uncharted 3. And I did. I didn't go for the platinum, but I did go for like the, the treasure achievements and stuff, mm. or trophies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so yep, I, I did that. And then I replayed through Resident Evil Village. Because like those games are made to replay with like the mm-hmm. new game plus and stuff. So I replayed that. And then I finished both of those up yesterday because i was you know home uh so then this morning i tr- i started playing uh mua marvel ultimate alliance oh okay mm-hmm. i was like what <laughs> uh so i played an hour of that yeah i i hopped back into uh your favorite game immortal phoenix rising mm, yes uh and then oh i started uh sly cooper 2 sly oh nice 2. Uh, and I'm actually enjoying it quite a bit more than the first one. Yeah, I just think overall, I think it's just a lot better game. Yes. Like, they didn't really have a grand vision yet for mm-hmm. the first one, I don't think. 
Uh, this one feels much more like an actual like narrative story instead of just kind of broken up into different uh, mm-hmm. just like levels where the first one felt it was just like this is just a platformer. Yeah. Uh, this feels much more just like fluid where you're just like sent out on missions and you go out and like do the missions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So And yeah, uh, they're but, like each thing is like they're planning a part of the heist or whatever yes. they're trying to steal. You know? So, yeah. Uh, so I, I only put an hour into well, actually, I put two hours into Immortals um, Phoenix Rising, but I, I only played you know a little bit. So I don't really have a lot to say about any of them. All I will say about Marvel Ultimate Alliance is it's really weird having a white Nick Fury. Oh, yeah, that was a long time ago. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, back in the day he was. It was like around the time that like the MCU started to become a thing that they mm-hmm. based the new uh, like version of Nick Fury on Samuel Jackson. So like even in the comics, he looks like Samuel Jackson now. Right. Um, Which but yes, that, is... that was, that was a very long time ago. <laughs> yes. Yes. This came out in 2006. So yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, I mean, that's fine. Uh, I haven't unlocked any new characters yet, but I've, I'm uh, leveling up these characters. Uh, what is it? Wolverine, Spider-Man, Captain America, and Thor. Yeah. I mean, and you get a, but I slowed a character. It seems like there's a <laughs> lot of characters that are going to, because like every time they have like, they have like a load screen that shows like a different character. And it's just like, there are a lot of load screens and it's like, Jesus, there are a lot of load screens. Lot of... There, yeah. There are a lot of characters. And like, what I like about the original ultimate Alliance is like, there are a lot of the characters you would expect to be there, but then there mm-hmm. are some where you're just like, what? Like, this is a weird pull that you mm-hmm. did here, but I, it's interesting. Yeah, like one of them, I think it was like, I, th- I think it was Electra. I was like, oh, I think that's Electra in the load screen. Yes, I believe Electra is in it. And like, what I like, especially about the first one outside of the fact that it still had equipment was like um, the, the like team bonuses. So like certain mm-hmm. team members will get like certain stat boosts if they're together and things like that. So I like if you have uh, Electra and Daredevil together and Luke Cage, sure. they will get a a specific buff for that or whatever because they'll be the defenders right right um, yeah i'm trying to like i the first one it came out in like 2005 2006 so it was like early xbox 360 yeah and that that game was also weird specifically because yeah. there are certain characters that were only in certain versions of the game mm. like the wii version had the i might have been like the only one that had ghost rider or something or there's like certain characters oh, that were only uh, in the wii and ps2 versions of uh, of, uh, of that so it was very weird and like you can't get the dlc anymore because they delisted it and stuff it's bizarre <laughs> Well, I can't even play it on my my Series X. I'm having to play it on the Xbox 360 because it's not yeah. backwards compatible. Yeah, and it's probably just because of licensing things. Yes. Which uh, is kind of dumb. Because, like, yeah, like I have Ultimate Alliance 2 and I always wanted to get the DLC and I mm-hmm. couldn't because I you get Magneto and um, a couple other characters that I wanted. But, yeah. Yeah. And, like, that, the first one on PlayStation doesn't even have, like, trophies because it's before. Mm-hmm. True. It's, so that's why I was like, I'm going to get this on Xbox because then I can at least get some uh, achievements and stuff. Yeah, it I was think, also it was just better on Xbox also. So Sure. I think the other interesting thing is it's probably one of the last games that Raven made before oh, yeah. just being the Call of Duty studio. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of curious. I guess they did. They went they made uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That game's all right. <laughs> 
Uh, and then it seems like they made Wolfenstein, the 2009. Mm. And then they were like, hey, what if we just made Call of Duty? Which yeah. I think they're just like support studio for Call of they Duty. They are just a support studio. So. But uh, I yeah. think this is just going to be a very like brain dead push buttons and see numbers pop up. Mm-hmm. It is that. Mm-hmm. Which I went in the menu and it was it was naturally off. It defaulted off for seeing the the damage, and I'm like, I want to see the damage because mm-hmm. that's because why wouldn't I want to see? The why damage? wouldn't you want to see the damage? Yeah. So, uh, it seems like the second one is not as popular because uh, was... I did not like it as much. I mean, they just took like a lot of the depth out of it. I feel like like it was still the same type of gameplay, but you, the, when they took away the way you equip stuff and they like there were less like unique team up powers and stuff. Like it seems like a lot less love and care went into it basically. Well, and it seems like them choosing the civil war in the second one limited what they could, you could do for like characters. You couldn't just kind of pick whatever team yeah. because like, obviously there are members that are going to be split up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. But yeah. And just like the stages weren't as fun and like, it just, mm-hmm. yeah, it just felt like not as, fully fledged i guess even though it still is technically the same game but also i didn't i i know i kind of want to see like it, it seemed i didn't see marvel ultimate alliance 2 under raven so i'm guessing uh, yeah I, I do not remember who developed it uh marvel ultimate alliance 2 vicarious visions vicarious visions that does make sense so it was three different studios that have made all three marvel <laughs> ultimate alliances yeah do you think we'll ever get a fourth one no, I bet I would bet that the third one did not perform well at all. I bet being on Switch did not help because like that is a multiplayer game and the Switch is the worst for multiplayer. Mm-hmm. They did end up doing all of those like DLC things though. like they did actually deliver all those. So yeah. who, who knows? I don't know. Maybe it did well enough. I mean, you and I bought it and we, we dicked around with the multiplayer a little bit. We did, yeah, and I mean, I played through it a second time on mm-hmm. the harder difficulty too to try to like get other characters and unlock, um, you know, higher tiers of stuff. So, sure, yeah, I don't know. I like that game enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah, uh, I'll I'll have more to say about like the three games I started. I, but as I said, I just started them today. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I am being overrun by video games. Okay. I'm gonna over the next couple weeks. I'm gonna have so many to play that I will not be able to comprehend anything anymore. Uh, this week, I mostly continue to play Monster Hunter Stories Two. Uh, it continues to be good. I like it. I don't really have anything else to say. The, I still am continuing to enjoy it. Uh, I am definitely over halfway through. Uh, I wish that I cared about any characters in the story at all. It mm-hmm. continues to just be a giant. Okay, this is happening. I guess. Um, so we'll see. I'll get. I'll get through that eventually um i also the new area inazuma just came out in genshin impact two days ago and i played it last night for a comical amount of hours straight uh i got like halfway through the new quest line the new open area is pretty cool it's based on japan um so i have been enjoying that Mm -hmm. uh and i will have to continue to enjoy that (laughs) for this whole weekend because uh there's so much more stuff that i have to do i'm sorry you're gonna have to suffer through enjoying something i know i'm really sorry sorry for you you should be uh because i will have to 
never mind. I just have to continue to play Genshin Impact. We don't need to discuss why. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. The new area seems cool. The first part of it sucks, though, because it's like you got to go around and get your passport and then like earn the right to be in this country. And it's like really weird and bureaucratic and fucking boring as hell. And I don't know why they've made those quests. But once you get past that, it's definitely more fun. You get introduced to a lot of the newer main characters. and stuff. Was there a moment where you're like, oh, God, do I want to just stop playing this? No. If it was just like, no, even though it was just not fun to play. Uh, well, I mean, the part where you play the game is fun. The part where I'm talking to random man about entry into this country was not fun, but I can also just skip all that dialogue and just. Okay. So you, 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 okay. So it's still fun to play. It just did the, the, yeah, the part where you, the, I, I still like playing Genshin and like, I have my team that's very good and whatever. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, just like it's back to the part where you get to explore the open world, you know, like after playing for nine trillion hours, you've pretty much explored everything there was to explore. So the fact that it's another huge area with like uh, actual chests I can open and stuff is fun, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, uh, I played two new games. Uh, Chris Tales is one. This is an indie game that I've been following since pretty early in its development. Um I see this was just added to Game Pass. It was. It just, when it came out, it was added to Game Pass, which I did not know. Otherwise, I would not have ordered the physical copy of it. But, um... Well, you 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 backed it, didn't you? No, I did not, so... Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's okay so far. I don't think I'm going to like it in the end, and that this always happens with turn-based RPGs. And when I have not, like, been super like following them closely like i knew this project existed and i thought it looked really pretty like the hand-drawn style and the concept of like time-based mechanics like she can see the past and the future Mm -hmm. um and that plays into battle as well uh but the beginning like left a really bad taste in my mouth and at first i thought i was like just i suck at games but then i saw everyone talking about it and so like you go through the beginning and you get to this area that's a forest area and it's like right after the beginning where they teach you how to use the time travel stuff uh and you're like going through the plot and you just start getting into these random encounters and like i'm getting demolished like it's a super mario rpg slash paper mario-esque battle system where like if you push the button at the right time when the enemy is attacking you you will reduce your damage and same thing on their end you'll do a critical or whatever uh and just even when i was perfect blocking they were doing like a third of my health and i was just like what the fuck and then i like was gonna die so i went back to the place where i had saved and it was like oh you can't heal you don't have any you don't have any tents and i was like well i wasn't given the option to buy a tent i don't i have two healing items and i just was like i had to start running from every battle so that I could get to the next area to even heal. So it's just one of those things where it was like, this this is not tuned properly, it seems. And then apparently after that, like if I get a couple more levels, people said then it's too easy for the rest of the game. Oh, so it's it's poorly. So it just seems like kind of poorly uh, tuned uh, for that. And but I, I do think the core concept of it is cool. Like I said, it looks very pretty. And the 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 concept of the 
past, present, and future is cool. Like once you get the time ability, the screen is in three triangles. And mm-hmm. so like where you are in the center and walking around is like everything is normal and what it is in the present day. But if you like walk to all the way to the left and you like see the triangle on the right side, then you're like seeing what that area or that person would look like in the future and the, the past or vice versa. Um, so that's kind of neat. Uh, but on the other end of that, the time travel stuff really has to do with the battles. So like, I, I guess this doesn't get much more complex, which I think is a huge bummer. Cause I think it's a really big opportunity. You can like fuck with time to make spells do different things. Like for the, for example, the first boss you fight is invincible, but if you use, uh, the water skill that the guy you have has, you can then with the main characters send them that enemy into the future. And so because they're wet and they get sent into the future, that makes the shield rusted. And Mm. then you can like fight them that way. Uh, And the other elements I've seen of that in the game are like one of the people has a poison skill. And so if you poison them and send them into the future, they take all the poison damage at once. So like, it'll do like 70 damage or whatever. Mm. Um, and same thing, like you can plant the poison seed and then if normally it would only hit one enemy, but if you then move it to the future, it hits all the enemies because it grew so big or whatever. And like, it's it's a cool concept that like, I, I don't think most games get into, but I guess that comboing system doesn't really play out much further than that. So it's basically just like for bosses, like do this one specific thing and then send them to the future uh and then you'll be able to hit them and so like that i think is kind of a bummer because like that's the whole crowd like that's why it is different than other rpgs of this type mm-hmm. like it's why it's not just paper mario you know what i mean right uh but it's cool like i like jrpg-esque games so like i'll i'll continue to give it a shot i this i don't know that i'm going to be able to make it to the end to be honest like with all the stuff people have been saying about like it should be a 20 hour game, but it's stretched out to 30 hours. And I guess the last 10 hours are like a wicked slog. So I, I don't know. Like I always like to give smaller developers like this a shot. And like, especially just because I like JRPGs, I always want to just be like, Oh yeah, I'll give it a shot. But after leaving a bad first impression and seeing that it doesn't really evolve most of its mechanics very much, I don't know that I'm going to be able to stick with it till the end, especially when I'm going to be playing all kinds of other games that I will and do like more. Uh, for example, the other game I was playing is Death's Door. Mm. And I like this game a lot. I played it for like two hours. Um, and I don't know if you had ever played or heard of the game Titan Souls. Um, it was basically this developer, which I can't remember what they're called right now. They uh, Their first game was Titan Souls. And it was basically just like a boss rush type game where it's like, oh, you would fight a giant boss and then get an ability or an item and go in and fight another boss. Uh, so it's just like huge bosses, the video game. Is it kind of like Mega Man? Uh, not, not necessarily like Mega Man. I okay. mean, I guess you could kind of call it like that, but it was basically just like you are a tiny man and the bosses are huge and you fight them. And that's all you do is fight bosses. Well, cause like Mega Man, the whole thing is you fight bosses and then you yeah, get yeah. a special ability from that boss. So like, mm-hmm. so, so in that sense, yes, it is sort of like that, but okay. it's, it's closer to like, mini dark souls i guess is what i would sort of have called it but um their their new game death's door is more i i hate i don't like i gotta find new ways to describe games i want to say it's like zelda but 
I, I think that, that at least like paints a picture. It does paint a picture. Like you are a bird. You're a little bird man mm-hmm. and you got a sword and you have a bow to start off with and you get other items and things as you go through the game. Like I saw people having a hammer and things like that, but mm-hmm. it is that same type of top down Zelda view that you would get from like, so it's like, games. it's, I was going to say it's like 2D, like, yeah, so like, 2D, like a link 2D. to the past. Yep. Type of thing. Yeah. Like a link to the past or like the Game Boy games, uh, Zelda games, stuff like that. Um, okay. It's very atmospheric. You are a little bird man, and it turns out that you are a, a brand new Grim Reaper. You're a new Reaper. And so, like, you're in this hub world, and, like, you're, you, there's, like, all these bureaucratic paperwork going on. Uh, and they basically say, like, oh, you're a new Reaper. You have to go and reap this soul as your first job. And, like, the interesting thing is, like, apparently when you're a Reaper, you don't age or whatever. But then if you go through the door to uh try to fight the enemy and get their soul you're like you're aging while you're fighting or whatever i don't know how important that is but anyways you you go through the door that they told you to go through you fight this big boss you kill it pretty easily because it's the beginning of the game and this way larger bird comes and when you're about to get the soul he smacks you on the head and knocks you out with this wooden stick and takes the soul from you uh and then you wake up and he's nowhere to be seen you go back to the main area and they're like you have fucked up royally because you can't start collecting other souls until you collect this soul and so like you're just gonna die in there like you gotta get the soul back and what ends up happening is you traverse through this area and you meet the big man who stole your shit and he shows you death's door which is just this door in this area. And he, like you, someone stole his soul, but it went behind this door that is impregnable. And so he thought maybe if he tried to use your soul on it, that you, you were supposed to get that he could get through, but it did not work. And so he says, you have to go kill the three big bosses in this area. And then we'll use their souls to break the door. And then we can get my soul and your soul thanks for doing my job big guy uh and so like that's the point i am at where you like choose to go to one of the three areas and like go through there and it's just a, it's like zelda-esque combat right i mean i guess it's like slightly more in-depth than like a link to the past was or whatever sure uh and y- as you beat the bosses you get more um you get more uh items and things to use more abilities is and- it difficult uh, I found it to be kind of difficult in the beginning, mm. but I think it was just because I was getting used to the combat. I don't really know if it's supposed to be or how difficult it gets, right. I guess, yet, because I only played for like uh, two-ish hours. But I, I like it. Like the movement feels good. The way your sword is like glows red, I really like. And like you can do kind of charge attacks and rolling attacks with it. The bow feels good. So the, what I like about the bow is like you'll shoot it and you have like five arrows and you'll you'll shoot all five and then each time you hit an enemy or something that registers a hit you get a uh an arrow back okay so it's like you'll like shoot five arrows go hit the enemy a bit go back shoot them five times and do it again it's that type Mm -hmm. stuff um yeah and it seems really charming like there are characters you interact with like just the way that the death is so bureaucratic and like the people are like pissed off that because you fucked up they have to do a bunch of paperwork and they're mad at you or whatever uh and like I, I met a gravekeeper who was like, ah, oh, my time has come. You have to kill me, little one, but you're not strong enough to kill him. And so he like pats you on the head and is like, oh, that's OK, big guy. You'll you'll get you'll get me someday. I have faith. Come back when you're stronger or whatever. And I was just like, oh, that's fun. 
Uh, and so like, yeah, there's just a bunch of weird characters. Like I know one of the bosses is this big witch and she like, looks like she's straight out of like a fucking old school Disney villain. You know, she's a f- from old school Disney films. I don't know. I-, I like it. It's published by Devolver. Uh, I think they published Titan souls as well, but, um, right. I am having a good time with it. I didn't even remember it was coming out. Uh, cause I guess they had announced it a long time ago, but never really announced a release date. I guess they announced the release date at E3 and I just like didn't pay attention or whatever. Uh, and so then someone was like, Hey, death door is out today and it's on sale today. And so I got it and checked it out, but I, I will definitely beat this one. I do really like it. I think I will try to play this one this weekend mostly. Hmm. Um, and get through that because it, it's just i think it's only like eight to ten hours i think maximum sure, sure uh yeah and like i don't know man on tuesday the world ends with you neo comes out the great ace attorney collection comes out um now i was not expecting for a bunch of indie games i wanted to play to come out but like dodgeball academia comes out august 5th now like I told you before the podcast, I back no longer home and it's supposed to come out mm-hmm. on the 30th, but because I backed it, I get it today. So I'll have to check that out as well. Uh, a couple other games that I want at least one other game I backed comes out in the next couple weeks. Um, I, I think it makes it that much harder to go back to the, to a game that you're not enjoying. That yeah. Much. That's why like, I don't want to go back to Chris Hills right now. It's just cause like, I don't care about this that much and it's not really doing a whole lot for me. Whereas mm-hmm. death's door is like, Oh, it's really charming. And like, I like the combat. So like, I don't know. And, and that's kind of how I've been. Like if I'm playing something and I'm like, this is just not doing it for me. Like I have like a whole, I literally went through and like, I, I have a whole stack of games and then like between downloading games on game pass. And then like, I'm constantly checking the store. I, I added it up and I had like 47 games that like I haven't played. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's like, if I'm just not liking something, like it's hard to just be like, well, I'm, I guess I'll just keep playing this. Cause like, I'd rather keep trying to find something I'm really enjoying. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so. Cause there's always something, there's always something new that I'm going to enjoy a lot more or I could enjoy a lot. more. Yeah. And like I've, I, because I play Genshin all the time, like it's easy for me to just turn that back on and chip away at it because I have enjoyed sure. it and it's just mindless enough that I'd like, you know, I can just do that. And it's something that you can just hop in play an hour or two, mm-hmm. just kill some time. Uh, you're accomplishing something because you're leveling up your character. Or whatever. Yeah. And like, I'm going to keep playing it. So it's sure. one of those things where it's like, uh, yeah, you got to like move up with the power creep of the game. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. And like, I'm enjoying that uh, new, very small DLC pack for DJ max respect with five songs came out last night. And so I played that for way too long. Cause every time I turn it on, I play it for like four hours and, I also forgot that the season pass ends in 10 days. So I have to grind out the rest of the season pass this weekend for that. You're going to be busy this weekend, uh, but you get triple experience on the weekend. So it won't, oh, be okay. as, it won't be as long for that. And I'm already halfway through. So sure. Not terrible, but yeah, it's like you have a 90 day period to do this. And I forgot mm-hmm. for 80 days. So, <laughs> so now you have to. Yeah. But they put, they put out, uh, they put out DLC. So I will always play. Um, so yeah, that that's what I've been playing, and I'm only going to get more to play. So, I'm and there are a couple games getting added to Game Pass as well that mm-hmm. I I already pre-installed. Uh, Omno, oh. which I don't know if you saw. Oh, like I a, I did see this. Yes, it, it looks like like a puzzle platformer. It seems interesting. And then the Ascent, 
I pre-installed that as well, which is like a cyberpunk twin stick shooter mm -hmm. RPG thing. So I'll probably check that out when they come out uh, next week. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. Uh, so yeah, that's what we had been playing. We mm -hmm. will go for a frosty on this day. For part yes, I know three. I made jokes about the Nintendo top 10, uh, but I'm going to be honest, I got sick and then just completely forgot. So. Oh, hey. You know, I, which you didn't bring it up, so I'm guessing you forgot as well. I did, <laughs> so it worked out. Uh, Hang on, I'm gonna pick another one. Okay, because we actually just talked about this because it just got re-released. Oh, is it Dead Space? <laughs> no, it was uh, Super Mario 3D World. Oh, didn't that already come up? Uh, no. We, we, no okay. I mean, it came up in real life because the oh, sure, re-release sure. came out, but. Okay. Okay. I don't know. That one was blank. Oh, I did good work. It's okay. Okay. This one is cut in half, but it says <laughs> eight muscle. So I'm going to guess it's ultimate <laughs> muscle. <laughs> no, it's eight muscle. Eight -E. muscle. My favorite. Yeah. Uh, -huh. uh so, I mean, yeah, I can talk about ultimate muscle. I yeah. Can, it's uh, the uncontroversial opinion that it is the best wrestling game that's ever been made. Hi. Yes. That is how we feel for sure. <laughs> um, so I can school everyone here a little bit. Ultimate mm -hmm. Muscle is the U.S. name. Uh, in Japan, it comes from Kaniku Man Legacy is uh, what it is in Japan. There was a manga and it was all based on Kid Muscle's dad, who Kid Muscle is the main character of Ultimate Muscle. Uh, and here in the U.S., it's something else because they made plays on like actual... Uh, wrestling here like there's the fake nwo and shit the dmp you know and they like go through the like it's it's kind of sad that it was too early for like the john cena era because i would have liked to see how they made that happen in the anime mm -hmm. um but yeah like nwo like so like late 90s early 2000s era like wwe wwf shit is like what they're kind of playing on which like the original series in the manga was more playing on like japanese wrestling stuff sure uh so that's why like ultimate muscle this is like sort of like a soft reboot where you're like playing as every the old characters kids mm. and that just like never came to the u.s like it just wasn't something that got big here because it was like i think it started in the late 80s so that was like before anime got super popularized outside of japan or whatever um so it's just very interesting because the ultimate muscle of this series that this game is based on the one that we play for extra life legends versus new generation. Um, it wasn't as popular in Japan as the original, because it's just like, obviously it's based on American wrestling stuff. So like a lot of it, they probably didn't even understand to be honest. Uh, and just like the, why, why we are going to talk about it is not because of the anime or not because of any of that stuff. I think the anime probably aged incredibly poorly because four kids did awful english dubs um they're fucking terrible i bet if i tried to watch that today i wouldn't be able to sit through more than 10 minutes of one episode yeah. uh but the game itself is why it's awesome and it's yes. arika the company that used to make a lot of the more fun japanese wrestling games made this game and it was one of the last wrestling games that they made and worked on um and it's just something about it like they perfected a style of wrestling game that like 
it's just dumb fun. I, I don't know yeah, how to put it. Like they're not going for some like real wrestling shit. They're just going for like, oh, you just like punch a man a bunch of mm-hmm. times and then do a fucking pile driver. Like, I don't know. And like they have fun supers because it's ultimate muscle. It's like you do all these weird super moves and you can uh, customize finishers. them. Name. The finishers, sorry. Uh, you, you can customize them with names and like try to do a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. with them. You can customize and make characters in this game. And it's just like, it's fun. Whereas, like, I know a lot of people really like some of the wrestling games that came the before N64. it, like the N64 ones. And mm-hmm. to be fair, Rika did develop some of those. But, like, I don't know, man. Something about this game has always gotten me. And maybe it's just because it feels better to play, I guess. I don't know. I, well, I mean, it's better to hold a GameCube controller than oh, an N64 sure. controller. I mean, so. that's definitely true. But even just, I, obviously, it's on GameCube and not N64. So, like, just I, be better overall. I mean, like, it's it's a fun game, but I wouldn't say it's a good game in the sense that, like, it is terribly imbalanced. Oh, it is te- it is terribly imbalanced. Yeah, <laughs> some of the characters are absolutely busted. Uh-huh. Uh, just like their speed wise, it's like, oh, this is crazy. And uh-huh. there, what's what I think is funny about it is there are systems in place that should stop most of those characters from being really broken. Like you can do reversals on throws, and like you can block, but at a certain point, it just, it just doesn't matter because they're so <laughs> yeah. good. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, this yeah. this got fucked up. Uh but I mean, outside outside of that, like the single player portion, which you have never seen, it just goes through. No. The, it goes through the fights of the show, and that's mm. cool. And like the process, you have to unlock a lot of the characters in it, and like that that was fun for me at the time. Uh, they have a gotcha machine element where you can collect a lot of the old Kaniku Man like action figures and see what they looked like. I have all of those, and we have played that game so much that we also have maxed out coins. So. At a certain point, it's just like, oh, I have all the figures. I have maximum coins. There's nothing else I can do with this. Sure. And like we unlocked all the like variations for what the ring can look like and the power ups you can get and things like that. Um, and we've maxed out the number of characters you can create. The, yeah, we've got almost the max amount of characters you can create and things like that. But it just yeah, I don't even know that I can talk about this for that long other than to just like say that I love this game and I well, there is a rule uh, with creating characters. I think this is important to that know. Is, yes, it is. No alliteration. Alliteration. It must. Uh, it must I know. contain alliteration. I, whenever I make a character, I always want it to contain alliteration. No, uh, it has to. It, uh, no, well, yes, it, it does. The game won't even allow you to do it. I don't think the the older characters that we have from like back <laughs> when I was like thirteen, those do not have alliteration. No. But the fact that they still exist on a memory card, I think, is pretty funny, to be honest. Um, but I did. That game I got for my 13th birthday uh, because I remember specifically I it was also my brother's baptism. Uh, oh, which was yeah. weird. So That's a I, weird day. So I asked for my birthday. I asked for Ultimate Muscle and Fantasy Star Online episode one and two for the GameCube. And mm. I got Ultimate Muscle. And my brother got Fantasy Star Online 1 and 2 for my birthday. And I was just like, oh, you got baptized, bro. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, that's mine now. I, and also, I, that, it might be one of my most... I, Fantasy Star Online 1 and 2, other than Gacha Force, I think is my most expensive or rarest GameCube game that I have. I mean, was it... Do you think it was hard for your parents to get that then? I don't know. I I, th- I don't even know that my parents got it. I think that might have been my 
grandparents or something but yeah I, I don't know that pso2 was hard to get that was like right when it came out i believe i think right, it was right. like the gamecube version came out that year in 2003 i'm just imagining like me saying that to my grandma and like i don't know if she would have even been able to figure it out oh actually that must have been three years late uh never mind i'm why do you always list this to me i i 2004 okay so yeah it would have been like yeah, yeah, the 2004 would make sense. 2004, it would have been your 14th birthday. I guess that's true. I don't know, maybe I was 14. Your, 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 your story has a lot of lies. A lot of holes. But anyways, yeah, I I got that then. And um, same thing with Ultimate Muscle. And I, I two of the games I have played more than any other, other than... Um, God. Super Smash Brothers. I was gonna say you spent a lot of time on your GameCube with Brawl or not Brawl, but uh, with uh, yeah, with, with Melee, Ultimate Muscle, uh, PSO, um, for sure. And yeah, like Ultimate even Muscle. like even now that we hang out, like I've played PSO, <laughs> I've played Ultimate Muscle a ton. Like, I mean, I haven't played uh, Melee a ton with you, but like I know like Melee exists. Yeah, so Ultimate Muscle came out it, June 5th, 2003 in Japan. So it would have been like mm. brand. It wasn't even a month old when I got it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, that, like, happy birthday, Manny. I know, happy birthday. Uh, and what I like about it is you look at these review scores. Most of them are like eights, except for Maxim Magazine. They did not like Ultimate Muscle. They gave it a four out of ten. Sadly, I cannot get this review because I would love to read what Maxim had to say about why they did not like this game. Because like Nintendo Power, three out of five. Sure. IGN, sure. 7.8 out of 10. GameSpot, eight out of 10. GamePro, four out of five. Game Informer, 7.5 out of 10. EGM, 7.83. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. I, Why would that even exist? 7.83 out of 10, baby. But like, <laughs> they're, yeah, like, I, yeah, to me, Ultimate Muscle is like the pinnacle of like, this is a 7 or 8 out of 10 game. And like, yeah. it's not amazing, but it is fun. And I will fuck around with it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's dumb fun. I would, if, if we ever played with someone who took it like really serious and got like overly competitive and like super salty about it, yeah. I think it would definitely ruin the game experience. But like, just accept the fact that it's terribly imbalanced. Oh, some of the characters are terrible, and just like just try to have some fun with it. The editors of GameSpot named Ultimate Muscle Legends vs. New Generations the best GameCube game of June 2003 and nominated the title for their 2003 best game. No one played award. Oh, wow. Alex Navarro reviewed this. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. And he gave it a seven point. No, he gave it an eight. Oh, he gave it an eight out of 10. See, Alex Navarro. Games, GameSpot. Cause like I'm on the Wikipedia page so I can actually go to the actual review and read it. And it's Alex Navarro who reviewed Ultimate Muscle. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and he gave it an eight. So, which yeah, that is that is an Alex Navarro game to to have to review. <sighs> yeah. Uh, the Maxim one does not lead me to their website. 
it, it goes to maxim.com but it told me something about cum so i'm it was not the correct article that it led me to um yeah i don't know I, ultimate muscle legends versus new generation you follow us here we play it every year at mm-hmm. extra life um if you donate your character you get credit yeah, we so. uh when you don't when people donate we try to create a character for them um we're gonna have to i don't know we're gonna have to do something to... well i think what we've been doing is just kind of deleting some of like the 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 crappier characters we have but also i mean i could just make an exact copy of i could just copy that save to another memory card delete all the custom characters so we have the main characters all unlocked still and then Mm -hmm. just make new custom characters and we could do that forever yeah i guess Uh, in theory so yeah i mean i don't have much more to say about this other than that my 13th slash maybe 14th birthday rule (laughs) it is a little weird not to get like off topic a little bit, but like to schedule a baptism on the day of your other son's birthday. It was weird. I don't know what was going on there. I just remember thinking it was weird <laughs> then. Uh-huh. And and I there was another GameCube game. I got Lost Kingdoms, I think, as well. And I really and you were, Lost during Kingdom. the baptism. You're like, this is the I could be home. I could be yeah and we were like (laughs) afterwards the party was like in my aunt's backyard and I was like I have all these fucking GameCube games you know what that might have actually when did Gotcha Force come out Gotcha Force oh Gotcha Force would have been another year I just remember it was a similar trip to that one where we were up at my aunt's and my grandparents because they live like an hour away and we mm. after whatever get together it was we stopped at media play which is like a circuit city-esque store that is no longer in business or best buy i guess as the kids would know now uh and we got gotcha force there and it was like because nowhere had it ever and that's true now because it's rare as fuck and i have mm. a copy uh because yeah i think it came out in 2000 november of 2003 maybe games are weird like older games like yeah, that are yeah, weird yeah. because they like they had release dates but like nowhere had them then or like new i was gonna say like your parents must have like gone to, to like a store and just like pre-ordered ultimate muscle yeah yeah because there's no way like a store had that game. No, there is a way. Uh, GameStop would have had it then. You think so? Yeah, GameStop bought everything, man. Okay, because like GameStop doesn't really have anything anymore. No, but that's because they're not as good as they were back then. That's fair. And also more games come out now than ever before. So. Yeah, oh, that's true. and But like now, it, like everything's digital, so you can pretty much just get your hands on anything easily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's all. That's all I got here mm-hmm. for us. Um, yeah, as, yeah, that ended up being a shorter episode. But yeah, like, but I mean that's fine. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Um, there was it wasn't really heavy in the news. The big thing was the the Activision Blizzard, which, as we said, like we are like the least qualified people to have a conversation about this. So like, all we can say is that's shitty, and please be better in the future. Mm-hmm. Although we don't really have the power to change it. We do not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as always, the theme song is sting operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. 
and we will be back next week. Peace out.